You're listening to a Monkey Buns production. Hello and welcome to Alfie Pod's Fantasy Footy FBL Weekly Edition, the show for football fans who love to geek out on the official Fantasy Premier League with a balance of stats, partisan opinions and football banter. My name is Alfie, I'm a live comedy entertainer and Portsmouth supporter, yeah, for all my sins. Each week I'm joined by experienced FBL content writers from around the globe as they heroically lend me their skills and guide me through their philosophies and tactical choices for the fixtures that lay ahead. On this episode, the Premier League returns from the international break and heads into game week 12 with some new faces sitting in the dugouts. Well, almost new. We discuss the management appointments of Norwich, Villa and Newcastle and how their influences are thinking as FPL managers. There's also the momentum building around Harry Kane as many are hopeful his international form will finally break through onto the Premier League stage. But will it break through onto the Premier League stage? And of course, there's Klopp versus Arteta as the rejuvenated Arsenal travel to Anfield in a bid to continue their impressive form. But is this one step too far for the Gunners? These questions and much more in our chatty football pie. Hello and welcome to the FPL Weekly. My name is Elfie. Thank you for joining me. And uh, thank you to my guests for joining me. I, of course, have wonderful guests, as always. And calling from Dublin, a man riding on the crest of the wave of a stunning Irish 3-0 victory against Luxembourg. Oh, it's high times. Hello, seasoned FPL ledge, Matt Kearney. How are you? Hey, Elfie. Not too bad. Was that a happy result for you, Ireland versus Luxembourg, right? Yeah, yeah. Two two clean sheets in a row and, you know, didn't lose. So, you know, reasons for celebration. I, I'm not, I'm not uh, well, I was, uh, had the had that game, it was in a pub. I was doing a gig in a pub, right? And it had the game in the background on silent. And at the end, they're obviously celebrating. I was like, oh, I didn't know Ireland could qualify for the World Cup. And you can't, right? No. No, right. You're just celebrating <laughs> no, but... a win. Yeah, yeah. I think it's our like second win in twenty-four games, or maybe even longer. I can't remember at this stage. But they beat you, didn't they, in the reverse fixture? So it's a bit of a yeah, yeah. That's I think it was one 0 in the reverse fixture. Yeah. Anyway, it's quite nice knowing that your best player is a Pompey player at current. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Also calling from the Netherlands, semi-pro footballer and a man who was relieved that Erling Haaland did not play for Norway on Tuesday night. En Flautje van Ansent, Jordi van Alain. Flautje van Ansent. I, I, I do understand, yeah. yeah. Did it oh, make good, sense? Good, good. Uh, well, it wasn't a Flautje van Ansent because you know the, you know the meaning. I, a I piece think. of cake. A piece of cake? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Right? It wasn't a piece of cake, but yeah. Um, it was a, was a good victory and uh, good to see us uh, finally go through uh, go to a World Cup again. Yeah, you know, it's great. And actually, in, in England, it's... We always like to see the Netherlands at the World Cup. It always feels a bit weird when you're not, to be Most honest. probably because of the fans. Yeah, I think. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because, you know, you're... You know, because rare. always Dutch people are always the... How do you say that? The kind of party animals that... Around the World Cup or European yep. Championship. 
Especially if Ireland oh. aren't there. Normally Ireland get all the, the press, but <laughs> yeah. it'll be a long We're time waiting for be them. <laughs> <laughs> and and Jordi, uh, how's the uh, football life going on? How's the... It's going well. Um, I'm still... I've been train in, training for two and a half weeks now uh, with a, with a certain club. So uh, it's going good. And um, yeah, hopefully I can... I uh, I get an offer and uh, yeah I can start playing football matches again as well. So okay, good. It happens so soon because there is there are actual plans in the pipeline with my mates that in at the end of January we might go to Amsterdam. In January. In January, yeah. Okay. So hopefully you'll be playing one of those weekends and uh, I come down and you know get on your back. <laughs> yeah, Amsterdam, Amsterdam is on the other way, on the on the other side of the country though. So oh, is it? I, how far? Yeah. How far? Can I cycle there? Um, no. <laughs> well, you can, but it will take a couple of days. All right, I might give it a go. Let's see where it goes. A bit of time. Okay, right. Let's talk Premier League now. Let's turn our attentions to game week twelve. The Premier League returns from the international break and heads into game week twelve, looking somewhat different. Gone is Dean Smith at Aston Villa. Replaced instead by Liverpool legend Stephen Gerrard, who has been cutting his teeth north of the border with Glasgow Rangers, where he presided over 214 matches over three years, winning 64% of his games in charge and claiming one trophy, the Scottish Premiership. Elsewhere, Premier League bully boys Norwich finally won their last game of the season and celebrated by sacking Daniel Farker, subsequently replacing him with Dean Smith. The same Dean Smith, who was sacked by Aston Villa only eight days before, and at St. James's Park, Newcastle's new owners finally got round to appointing former Bournemouth manager Eddie Howe. But what does this mean for fantasy managers? Will Eddie Howe's Premier League know-how reunited with Callum Wilson, of course, unleash Newcastle's attacking talent and steady the ship? Many of us have grown accustomed to targeting Norwich for nailed-on points. So will Dean Smith buck that trend, turning Norwich into a less sexy Aston Villa? And can Steven Gerrard use his management experience in the most pointless league in the world to turn Aston Villa into a more sexy Aston Villa? Or is he just another big-name footballer destined to fail? Right, lads. Uh, who, <laughs> who wants to go first? I mean, let's go with instinctive thoughts. Because, uh, you know, it can be exciting. So, Jordi, go on. Instinctive thoughts on the appointments. Go. Uh, ju- just just, just the first uh, fact what I wanted to say. Uh, I found it pretty funny that... Uh, Dean Smith was the manager of Aston Villa away to Southampton, and it was the was the latest game week. And then in the first game week, he will be the manager uh, for the opposition from Southampton again. It's the first time ever that's happening. Is so. it really the first time ever? At least you yeah. can't get the sack this time. Well, you I think should know how well. they play now. So, <laughs> so how are we feeling about Dean Smith at Norwich? Um, they got, like you said, they got Southampton this game week. You already is this. Are we still sticking to the target Norwich plan or are they going to become more resolute, do you think? I think Dean Smith, uh, Dean Smith is a good appointment, although uh, yeah, you can't uh, replace players at the moment. So uh, he still has to deal with the quality they have now. And yeah, that, that doesn't change. So I think it's still uh, they are still the worst team in the, in the league. And yeah, let's see what Dean Smith can, uh, can change. I, I do think he's a good manager, though. So, yeah, it's it's a tricky, tricky one. Maybe they can get Jack Grealish on loan. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, your instinctive thoughts on the management appointments? Um, in, in real life terms, I don't know if it's going to help Norwich 
much all that much this season. They uh, like we said, they got their first win there last uh, last time out, but I, I'm not sure if they have enough to stay up. But in, in terms of fantasy, you know, we might see the likes of Pookie get a bit mm. of a, a run of form, which w- would be interesting. I think he's only five point seven or five point eight million. Um, they, they've okay fixtures at the minute, you know. Uh, well, a couple of home games. Um, you know, with their form, maybe not as good as we think, but it'll be interesting to see. Um, of, of all the manager appointments, I think I'm more optimistic about Eddie Howe, considering, you know, he's worked with a couple of, of players that are at Newcastle there before, and we, we, we kind of know what to expect. Um, so, yeah, with regards to, to Norwich and Aston Villa, I, I'd like to just see a little bit of uh, how, how they, you know, gel together under the new managers. Because mm, the Gerard thing is interesting, isn't it? It could be mm. another Lampard, in theory. <laughs> could be. The, the press have been very optimistic about it, more so than other appointments. But like you said, Eddie Howe's the one with all the experience. I mean, he took Bournemouth from all the way down the leagues to the top and kept them in the Premier League on numerous occasions. So, in fact, Jordi, you wanted to talk about... They, Newcastle have Brentford next, and you wanted to talk about Callum Wilson. Well, yeah, I think uh, it's not only because of the Brentford game, but also because of the, the games uh, following the Brentford game. They have... A, I think they have a good run of fixtures now for four game weeks, three home games in four weeks, and with the new appointment and the the booze going on around, yeah, around the around the club. I think uh, Wilson will be one to to profit from, and uh, yeah, I'm actually before the before the international break uh, started, I was pretty certain of transferring him this week, mm. and there's still a possibility, but. Yeah, there's so many options now, so I need to uh, weigh them all. And I still, yeah, I still want him for that run. So who are you thinking of taking out in your team for him? Uh, Raul Jimenez. Right. Because it's the same price range and Jimenez just played two full games for Mexico and we know what happened last time. He came on as a sub for five minutes, so... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't want that to happen again. So, although the 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 other side is Jimenez uh, plays West Ham now, and he could uh, come on as a sub, and after that game they face Norwich and Burnley. So, yeah, it's a question of yeah, which one do you prefer? Yeah. So, Callum Wilson, what price is Callum Wilson at now? Seven point three. Seven point three. Is, yeah. Right. Okay. So he's in Antonio range, but Antonio, who scored one of the best goals I've ever seen <laughs> the other night. Yeah. Didn't he? Oh, that was a brilliant goal. Yeah. And that's on top of the other goal we scored. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Also a very nice one, the chip. Yeah. Yeah. The, the solo. The, one, uh, so you yeah. can imagine him going into. I mean, who West Ham got this week? They've got. They're away to Wolves, aren't they? Yeah. You can see him getting a goal. So that's that price range. The other uh, striker I could maybe get out for Wilson is um <laughs> no this is the dodgy Jamie Vardy now we've all we all transferred him him in didn't we and he didn't deliver but yeah. i think it would be i mean they got Chelsea this week but then their fixtures are kind of okay after that and yeah i'm they cons- are. i'm concerned if i swap him out that's when he starts scoring again so that's how i can make that work that's also i'm weighing also my options there because yeah i i also really like Kane but Fardy has Chelsea this week, so if I make the move, I think I should make it now because Fardy faces Chelsea. But then, if I don't, he has Watford up next, and then it's yeah, it's not a bad looking run. Mm. So it's also another one. Uh, it's just a like for like uh, in the same price range as well. So 
I, I find this a pretty tricky week to make my transfers. I got two free transfers. Uh, yeah, I could even take two hits. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind. But yeah, it's just uh, yeah. You don't know. I, I I just don't know what to do. <laughs> Which should, should I tell you my game plan for this week? I say game plan. Okay. I use that term loosely. All right. So this is the kind of thing. So Ronnie Ronaldo de Kane is the obvious choice. However, I kind of feel that be might be a bit of a waste because you think Ronaldo could get on the score sheet against Watford, right? But then I definitely yeah. want him gone. So then maybe I could push that back for another week. And also, we'll get onto this in a bit, but um, Kane uh, leads versus Tottenham is not necessarily dead set. Uh, result for Tottenham uh, and depending on the fitness of Liveramento they obviously play Norwich but then Norwich could have that new manager bounce and score a goal at home so then that clean sheet's gone and plus there's the fitness thing where he should be fine and then Liveramento has already trained so he's already trained yeah I did read yeah, that somewhere yeah. that's good but then the Southampton's run after that I, I just I think he's done for me uh, now um, so I could switch him to Ben Davis, who at 4.4, he's played at the back three for Spurs. I think I wouldn't, wouldn't mind getting a Tottenham defender in there at some point at 4.4. That'd be quite good because he could play left wing back as well, possibly. Or I could swap out. And this is the one. This is my crazy could just work. <laughs> it's so crazy. It could just work. I could swap out Embuemo because he's pissing me off uh, for Norman of Norwich because his form looks pretty good. I know that's mad. It sounds mad. It is mad. But he's a 4.5 and I want to put move some money into my back line to maybe up, upgrade to Chilwell at some point. Anyway, so that's where I'm at at the moment. But then I think, well, I should just get Kane in. But I don't know. I don't feel right. Should we talk about Kane? Honestly, honestly, you were talking about Ronaldo. And if I still had Ronaldo, I think I would be tempted to keep him for that run. And not, not transfer him out now. For, what, for how long? For the next... I mean, because well, December looks great for United, doesn't it? I yeah, mean, that's why I think they they are they are facing Watford this week, and then yeah, it's it's a it's a tough game away to Chelsea, but after that, I think their run looks uh, looks great. Mm. So I don't think I don't think I would transfer them out now. It feels a bit, bit of a it, sideways move, you mean? Like, yeah, well, not 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 necessarily a sideways move, but it's a transfer. I think uh, most people are maybe planning to make in a couple of weeks to bring him in instead of, yeah, get yeah. rid of him now. Hmm. So it also saves you a transfer for later if you want him back possibly for that run. And and the fixtures aren't that bad, except for Chelsea away. Yeah, but they still got that manager. That's the only thing, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I see Matt smiling again. <laughs> yeah, he looks... Oh, I've seen videos of... Um, people on social media are like, oh, isn't he a great guy signing autographs? And you're like, well, of course. Like, yeah. what? He's not going to go out and go, no, I'm not signing the autographs. I'm a shit manager and a shit man. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else to offer? I mean, uh, Aston Villa versus Brighton. Villa lost this fixture 2-1 last season. The one in October 2019, though, Jack Grealish was on target. Who else was on target for Aston Villa that day? Who else was on target? Come on, Matt, target. Who else was on target? <laughs> target yeah there we go <laughs> Matt Target <laughs> right so we're not back in Aston Villa yet are we we're not back in Norwich yet not yet not yet but if we are going to back uh, new, like, I have to agree not Newcastle for me with that uh, the backing of the crowd they got the yeah, players the fixtures 
getting the band mm. back together with um, <laughs> what's his name, Fraser, Ryan, Fraser uh, and stuff. Will Sir Fraser, Fra- uh, Fraser and, and Matt, uh, Matt Ritchie. Matt Ritchie. Yeah. yeah. I was just looking up Matt Ritchie because I thought maybe he played uh, an advanced role under Howe for Bournemouth. So and he's he's listed as a defender. So yeah. Yeah. If he's if he's played as an attacking midfielder or uh, any midfielder of some kind, then maybe he could be OOP player. He's always on the radar, isn't he? Because he takes the set pieces. So Yeah. But you're right there, Jordi. Newcastle, as he's a defender, you can see them keeping clean sheets at St. James's Park. Because they've got that. Yeah. They've got clean sheets in that squad, haven't they? But then, then the question arises, do you want a defender from Newcastle when you've got all those, yeah, Better players from the the bigger sides, uh, like Spurs. doing bits like Trent, Cancelo, James, Chilwell. <laughs> I mean, probably not. Yeah, I'm 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 looking at yeah, transferring Duffy and Livermento out for Trent and uh, a Spurs defender. Then I have five defenders from the top six sides. Yeah, yeah, looks tasty, doesn't it? It's just it's just where you think the best the uh, the most value lies. So yeah. Okay, right. Let's talk Harry Kane. Harry Kane comes back from England duty, having scored seven goals in two games, but his Premier League record so far this season doesn't reflect in such glowing terms. Only one goal in 10 games, completing 90 minutes in nine of those fixtures. However, this season has been a season of unrest so far for King Harry. We, of course, had the Man City transfer debacle, which ended with a disgruntled Kane having to stay at White Hart Lane. For the time being, of course. And then came the rather lackluster and uninspiring appointment of Nuno, an appointment which only lasted a number of months. But now things have changed. Now Spurs have a proven winning manager in Antonio Conte, a coach who Harry Kane should be inspired to play for and a coach who knows how to get the best out of his strikers. I mean, just ask Romelu Lukaku. So with the fixture list looking kind to Spurs, Leeds, Burnley, Brentford, Norwich, all coming over the next four game weeks, has the worm turned at 12.2 million? Should we all be jumping on the Harry Kane Express? Matt, Harry Kane Express, choo-choo? Um, yeah, I can absolutely see why people are getting on Kane. Um, for me, I I could I, I the only way of getting Kane was getting rid of Vardy, and I you know I wanted to kind of get Son and use that as an excuse to get rid of Mares, but I, I can totally you know get behind people getting Kane. Um, it's definitely make or break time for him. He has the fixtures. Um, Obviously, over the international break, he, you know, like you said, he scored what seven goals. Um, albeit, you know, a lot of them were against San Marino uh, the other night. But you know, you'd imagine with a new manager coming in with those fixtures, there's just going to be a bit of a bounce at at, at Tottenham, or, or at least you know we hope. Um, so yeah, I, I can definitely see see the logic behind getting Kane or Son or or, or you know a, a Tottenham defender. So. Um, yeah, it's it's it's, it's uh, what, what would you say? It's it's something that I can get behind. It's something that I'm I'm hoping Tottenham can, you know, get a run of form going, get a bit of a goal scoring form now. So fingers crossed. Hmm. Jordi, Harry Kane, choo choo. Yeah, well, I I'm very keen on him, but yeah, that's the question of uh, of can I fit him in? And uh, but but in, as for just the football game, I think. Yeah, the prospects look look great with Conte coming in and um, him focusing on on Kane as the as the centre forward. You didn't see him dropping that deep again against Everton. So 
Yeah, uh, oh, and even though it was San Marino and who did they face? Albania? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, goals give striker confidence, any striker. So it doesn't matter who you play against. If you score seven goals over the international break, then you you filled with confidence. So I'm 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 certain he will come good in the coming weeks. Mm. So they do obviously face Leeds this game week. Um, last, hang on, they're, are they away to Leeds? No, at home. So, okay, which they home. won three yeah, nil last say... year. Oh, okay. I was going to say it'd be worth um, keeping an eye on Regalon as well because uh, I think there was quotes about him saying, you know, Conte yeah. wants him getting forward, getting more into the box, creating chances, you know, getting chances. So if they play a kind of a, a high wing back kind of uh, system, he, he's a player that could be, you know, another another option in that premium defence, kind of a, you know, a Reese James or a Trent or a, especially like yourself, anyone who wants to play far at the back or is looking for a, a bit of a premium defender. He, he might be a bit of a differential, especially with the fixtures coming up. Do you prefer to Emerson Royale? I think so. I, I'd I'd probably get Will's opinion on this as the, as the Tottenham fan, but I... I always... I, from watching Spurs a little... Obviously, I haven't watched them a lot this season, but, you know, they seem to play a lot down the left. I, I could be wrong. I know Emerson has gotten forward quite a lot, but... I've always thought they've they've looked a little bit more effective going down the left hand side, but um, yeah, I, I I can't remember because because the the only game on the Conte so far is of course the Everton game, and what I found interesting was that uh, Reguilon was subbed off in the 17th minute for Doherty, and Doherty's usually a right back, so yeah, I don't know if it was yeah. fitness related or something, but yeah. That was his first game for ages as well, wasn't it, Doherty? Yeah. So that's interesting. And their, and their heat maps from Region and Emerson look quite similar from that game mm. only. So it's just obviously a very small sample size, but I think I think for me, I think um, uh, Regulon has a, a superior attacking te- technical abilities. I yeah. think I, I, I like Emerson. Right? I mean, I think Will is quite expressed that he's an attacking fullback. But what I've seen, I, I think it's quite the opposite. I think he's just more of a solid, more of a. He's that guy, uh, Thomas, who plays for um, Arsenal. Yeah, I think he's more of a, along that lines. You know, he can do a bit of everything, but without you know solid, solid uh, fullback. But yeah, I think what are they both like five or four point nine. He got to yeah. go regular on, I think, because he's not a great defender. So you'd think you'd push him into the box. Yeah, but the the thing was, uh, because he was subbed off, I'm thinking, okay, uh, we're about to enter the conge- the uh, congested period. So is uh, Emerson Royale more of a nil defender? Oh, you mean uh, fixtures to fixture? You mean? Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. We've all played FIFA with those players. The energies don't last. If I have to pick them in isolation, <laughs> I mean. If it was a, uh, a game each weekend, then I would go Reguilon. But just based on what happened last week, yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, okay, we have to keep that in mind, I think. But the upside to that, Jordan, if he does get taken off in the 70th minute mark, uh, he could keep those have clean, clean sheets. sheets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want. Was it, who was it? Which team was it? Was it a couple of seasons ago? There was Anyway, there was a defender. I was getting taken off at 80 minutes every game and they'd always keep the clean sheets. It's beautiful. <laughs> uh, so how have we seen this game going? Are we going for a Tottenham win or is this going to be like a KD Neil? I mean, Leeds don't look that good these days, I don't think. But they do They do have good uh, defensive numbers over the past couple of game weeks. I think, yeah, top three of the league uh, over, I think, 
the last four game weeks, five game weeks maybe. Mm. Obviously, obviously coupled with the fixtures. I mean, they haven't faced particularly good opponents. But uh, they did draw they, with Leicester though last week, didn't they? Yeah, they drew with Leicester. They drew with Wolves. They won against Norwich. They won against Watford. So they haven't faced particularly good uh, opponents. But yeah, it's something to take note of, I think. Um, but you ask how this game will go. I go with a narrow Tottenham win, something like 2-1. Ooh, so not even a clean sheet? No, because Rafinha will score. He's good, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He's good. And that was, the thing is, Rafinha, it does annoy me a little bit because when I first sat on my team beginning of the season, my goal was always to get to Rafinha. And... Uh, and somehow I just haven't got there yet. And it's just so annoying because I'm like, because yeah. hasn't he like, he got six goals and goals. I think I've got this right. It's around about these numbers. He got six goals in total last season. He's already on five now or something like that. Or, uh, or was yeah, it the other way around? Like he might have surpassed it. No, already. He's, he's, he's on five already, but he did get 10 assists last season. He's on zero now. So, well, that, those numbers are yet it. to come. Also, his team yeah. needs to improve a little bit, I suppose. But we've 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 talked about Kane. But how do we feel the difference with Son in uh, price? Well, isn't it? Isn't okay. So if you're going to go to Son, isn't it the idea of you choose either Kane or Son on the basis of the balance of how your team is currently set up, right? So if you can get to Son, you go to Son. If you can get to Kane, you get to Kane, right? Yeah, but the problem is, I got both the Bruyne and Vardy. Possibly they could both make way for I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. So you, you've got to make a decision. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was thinking about this. Obviously, I need to get rid of Mares and, and Son was the obvious choice. Um, you know, given that Kane wasn't really an option just in my team alone. Um, but yeah, and then now that you're talking about, you know, if 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 Conte's gonna be playing three at the back, do we think it'll be three four three or will it be kind of three five two at times with Son getting a chance as a kind of a support striker? Um, that's what I was kind of wondering about. But I'm also a little bit concerned, like you talked about Doherty coming on, um, you know, playing on the left. I think we've seen that a couple of times with the national team as well. And I'm a little bit worried about late in the game if Son hasn't really done anything and Doherty comes on whether that's going to push Son out forward or, you know, out wider as Doherty comes inside, you know, that kind of way. Um, but yeah, that's my only concern now about how how Son will be impacted by, you know, whether it'll improve his returns or whether he'll be, you know, pushed out into kind of more wider positions and, and you know, perhaps be a little bit less direct. Um, so, yeah, it, it is a bit of a gamble, but, you know, on paper, I think it was the best, kind of best option you know, uh, for the information that we have. Go on, Jordi, go on. Matt was talking about the formation. Uh, I think long-term Conte wants to play the 3-5-2 uh, because Kane and Son, yeah, they complement each other very good in that system, I think. So long-term, I think he will go there. But for now, because of the international break and because of what they played just before, uh, Son went away, uh, Kane went away and Lucas Maura uh, stayed at the club. So it would, I think it would be harsh to drop Lucas Moura now immediately yeah. out of the system so I think they will keep playing the 3-4-3 now which makes me think Kane is a better pick for this yeah. moment because what you I, say yes yeah, Son will play more wide and yeah yeah 
and, and I promise I, I won't recommend Del Alli as, as an option. Um, <laughs> you know, it seems to happen every time Tottenham get a new manager, but I, I'm not. I'm gonna keep keeping my mouth shut this time. He gets his renaissance, and then yeah, uh, yeah. every new manager realizes <laughs> that he's utter dog shit these days. So, has know. he made any minutes yet in the Conte? Uh, I have no idea. Don't think so. I mean, he's got. A, he he's got a tough task in that side under Conte. I mean, it could it could work really well for him, but I, I don't know. I don't uh, know. I, I just seen he's been on the bench twice, so both against Vitesse and Everton. Mm. Don't see it, do you? I don't, I don't <laughs> think Conte will take his nonsense. To be honest, I think we should also mention that uh, Spurs have to deal with a couple of injuries now. Skipper's injured. Hoybjerg uh, was injured, I think. And uh, last Romero night, well. last night, yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo was taken off uh, mm. early for Argentina. Big so players as well. Big players as it well. Could yeah. be, it could be uh, worth it to wait uh, one more week on defenders or midfielders. So yeah, mm. but Kane, yeah, if you can get him, then this is the week, I think. So, before we move on to Liverpool Arsenal, Matt, we haven't asked you what your potential game plan is for this week in terms of transfers. Um, yeah, well, I, I did my transfer last week. Um, I wanted to get rid of Mares, and I, like I said, Son was the kind of obvious choice, and I had the exact cash for it, so I. Oh, you had to go to... early because. Yeah, I had to right. go early. Um, and obviously there was a bit of news saying that San had picked up a, a bit of a knock, but it, it sounds like it's just one of those international break injuries. Um, you know, it, it more, mm. more so a rest probably for San. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's my plan. There's a like like that. There's a heap of players that I would have liked to have. Um, you know, like Kane or uh, even the likes of Callum Wilson because I do think he'll do well this week. Um, but yeah, like that, I can't have them all. So. Um, I, I don't think it's worth taking a, a minus four hit. So, yeah, that's that's my plan this week. Um, Son is Son is in, and he's currently captain. But Ooh. again, Salah at home. Oof. I know, I know, Arsenal are uh, Arsenal are in decent form, but you know, Liverpool right, are let's, red hot. let's talk about that. You you've led us in nicely to Liverpool <laughs> versus Arsenal, right? Now, if anyone is getting excited about Arsenal's form going to Saturday's fixture away to Liverpool, the Gunners haven't won at Anfield since September 2012, when Lucas Podolski and Santi Cazorla gave Ar- Arsene Wenger's men a 2-0 victory. God, that seems like a long time ago. In fact, the <laughs> aggregate score for the past four Premier League fixtures in front of the cop between these sides is 15-3 in Liverpool's favour. <laughs> Arsenal have at least scored one goal in each of their last three fixtures away to Klopp's boys, which could mean, effectively, no clean sheet for Trent. So, yeah, Matt, I mean, are things different now? I mean, come on, you said you weren't going to captain Salah, but they uh, score well... a lot of goals against <laughs> Arsenal. Well, I, I didn't say I wasn't going to captain Salah. I just said it's on song <laughs> at the minute. Uh, <laughs> there's a big, the big difference there now. Um, yeah, um, I, I, I do fancy Liverpool to to, to win maybe two 0 or two one. Um, obviously, a, a, another kind of interesting point to make is is how good uh, you know Trent was during the week. He, he I think he set up. I think he had three assists in in the first half against San Marino. I know we can say it was San Marino, but 
you know, he, he's definitely doing well and he, he he's playing how we expect him to be at the minute. Um, I guess... Oh, should should I get Arsenal him? Can score. <laughs> you should get him, Jordi, yeah. I was going to say, it seems to be this question every week. <laughs> yeah. Mate, I'm on him. You get him when they're all and on him. And, I, and I'm still telling myself, okay, Arsenal will score, so he won't get a clean sheet. So is he worth it this week? No. Matt, Matt's right. He did... He, he seems to have the eye of the tiger again. But but honestly, honestly, he I thought he was okay. He scored, he scored a brilliant free kick last week, uh, two weeks ago. Sorry, against West Ham. But okay, yeah, he I was, was rubbish though. He was he, he was he was poor <laughs> and and it was a game. I was expecting West Ham to score at least two goals, so it happened. Um, then it's it, it should be Trent on one point because of two goals conceded. Then he should get an attacking return to okay make his prize worth it. Then he scores a brilliant free kick. He wasn't on bonus, and then out of nowhere someone kicks the ball at him, and the ball gets to Origi, and Origi <laughs> scores a brilliant on the turn. So yeah, and then and then he still gets twelve or thirteen points. So it was it was a real Bruno Fernandez performance from yeah uh, from Trent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, the, those Liverpool players actually. I think we discussed this in the thread. Um, considering how, you know, in reality, they shouldn't have got any bonus points. <laughs> you know what I mean? They had poor, poor performances, I thought. Salah yeah. got his assist. I mean, that wasn't, that's not an assist. The win should get an assist if Salah gets an assist <laughs> for that. So my point being is that Liverpool came out with that and they still got points where realistically mm. maybe there's areas they shouldn't have done. So... Always worth I think backing. it's worth mentioning as well, Alfie, that um, you know, the news obviously of of Robertson picking up a Ooh. bit of a hamstring injury. Um, you know, that opens the door there for Simicas again. Um I don't know if he's still four million, he might even be below it's three point seven. Three point nine. Three point nine. Yeah. Oh, sorry. There I still go, got then. your hopes up there with three point seven. Yeah, I I mean it like that. If anybody's thinking of getting Kane in and they need to free up, you know, free up money, maybe downgrading uh I'd know a premium defender down to Simicast might be the option. Mm. Um yeah, I mean he 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 did quite well when he was in my team. You know, he he was taking corners on that left side. I think he picked up a couple of assists throughout his his time in the in the team. Um and I think I heard he played well like in the I think Greece got a one-all draw. I heard he played well or he set up a goal, something like that. Um, but yeah, it's just another option. And and obviously with Firmino out at the minute um, for, a, for a little bit longer, um, you know, Diogo Jota is, you know, seems to have that that spot nailed down for the time being. And, uh, you, know, you know, he always posts good numbers in his in his stats. So th- there's definitely a couple of options there for from Liverpool if you think the, you know, this momentum and this form is going to continue even through the, the trickier fixtures. So is Robertson definitely out? I mean, how, I mean, you know, you know what these international games are like. Is he out for sure? I think um, he was, I just, I, I just read that he was a... Uh, uh, precaution or? In, no, um, in a race to be fit for Arsenal. So it will be one game week out maximum. Okay. So... If if at all, yeah. yeah if at all, yeah. Because he's fr- he's on the freeze in my uh, he's in the. So if you're not on a wild card, I definitely never go. Uh, uh, I definitely won't go Chimikas. No, that, but, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask Matt. Uh, Matt, do you regret going early for Son now that Jota seems to, yeah, be the pick of the week? Um, yeah, yeah, kind of a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I, I yeah, I would have liked. Well, I definitely wanted a Tottenham player. So even if I got Jota, I, I still think I would have wanted Kane. And I'm not sure if going Jota over Son would have allowed me to get Kane anywhere else. You know, except by uh, taking Vardy out for a mm. hit. So. I'd probably still be finding a way to be, uh, you know, complaining or find a way to be a bit grumpy about something. But do you honestly think it outscore Son? I mean, I know there's a price difference. If you take the price difference aside, and if it, if the price difference doesn't help your team move forward, like you said, like you still would have to move out Vardy. So that doesn't really change anything. So this game, do we really see Jota outscoring Son? Um possibly uh, I, I, that's the thing Jota he, he has the potential you know he could go out and score a hat-trick or he could yeah. go out and get an assist did he um, score two goals against Arsenal at home last season I think so I, I could pretend I think, I, researched I, think, I think he came <laughs> on and scored two goals as a sub against, that's right, yes, against that's right. Arsenal so people are going crazy for Jota right is there not a ch- chance that Divock Origi plays <laughs> uh, Divock Origi also it. got injured. Oh, thank God for that. Okay, good. Yeah, he was subbed <laughs> off last night. Okay. Yeah. So th- then he's definitely nailed. Then he's definitely nailed. Yeah. Yeah. He should be. <laughs> <laughs> he should be. Yeah. I'd be worried who who gets the nod ahead of him if he's if he's on the bench. Yeah. There's no yeah. one else. Surely there's no one else unless he changes the system. There. That's also, uh, also another one. Jota came on as a sub against Arsenal twice last season. He scored two goals away in 30-minute cameo, and he scored one goal at home in an 11-minute cameo. And, and maybe, oh, okay. maybe I'm wrong here, but didn't he score his first ever Liverpool goal against Arsenal? Uh, yes, he did. There you go. Yeah, but this is the thing. Yeah, but he's not going to be on the bench this time. He hasn't <laughs> got that in his favour. <laughs> Can you afford him? The pressure's I, on. I can't afford. I, I, I basically I've given up my seven million pound spot. Uh, in my midfield, have you, have you got room? F- I mean, you can tr- you could trade out Kevin De Bruyne in theory, couldn't you, Jordi? Oh, Jota is also one of my preferences now. I just I just looked if I just forgot about Kane, what I can do. So I can do for a point hit, uh, Livramento to Trent, uh, El Yunusi to Jota, Fardy and Jimenez to Benteke and Wilson. Christ, nice. it's like a Christmas party. <laughs> and, then, and then I'll have enough to to downgrade De Bruyne to Son next week, possibly, which gives me enough money to upgrade Saka to Foden the week after. Well, that's good. I do like that. So hang on, should we take? It? Have you got two transfers rolled then? Yeah, yeah, two free transfers. Oh, yeah. Because okay. I planned I planned to do De Bruyne to Son last week. Yes, uh, but you remember you talking played, about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I in the end I just did uh, Aspilicueta to James. But I plan to do uh, De Bruyne to Son as well. But then I thought, okay, uh, United against City, De Bruyne will probably start because he didn't in the Champions League. So yeah, De Bruyne can easily uh, equal uh, what Son does against Everton. So and they both got three points. So it's good to have that transfer still in the bank, I think. And De Bruyne, yeah. uh, if you, if you look at the numbers. Son did nothing, and the Bruyne had an XG of uh, 0.5 and an ex, uh, expected assist of 0.3, so he wasn't lucky uh, as well. But yeah, um, I'm still sitting here with the Bruyne while I do want to get rid. And uh, are you doing the Benteke? Are you doing the Benteke transfer because you have to, or just because you want to? Uh, I think uh, mostly because I have to, but also because I think. Um, he's pretty nailed now, and he's mm. 
used to post really good numbers mm. and for that price um I like him. I, I with, think with the fix, also with the fixtures because they're playing Burnley, Villa, Leeds. Uh, yeah, they have a good run. But there's also, um, I just, I removed him from my watch list. I think two weeks ago, because he also didn't play every game. So I think he got dropped against Man City because um, yeah, but he he, he got dropped wise. before. Oh, did he? Yeah, he, he didn't does play get against... dropped tactically. That's yeah. the thing. But that's the thing that Izzy guy is also coming back. The what? How do you pronounce that? Izzy, Berechi Izzy, 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 yeah, Izzy, yeah, Izzy. So, <laughs> so they have like they got Jordan Ayew, uh, Otson Edward, Benteke, Izzy, uh, Zaha, Olise, all for three or maybe four spots. So yeah, the best move is probably go Gallagher, but Gallagher is a midfielder and yeah doesn't get me what I want. Well, I thought about Gallagher, then I thought I might as well get, and this sounds a bit obtuse, but I might as well get Chilwell for six. Do you know what I mean for the clean sheets? Like, basically, is Gallagher going to outscore Chilwell? Maybe, in terms of goals. But I don't see him get, how many goals do you realistically see Gallagher getting this season? That's the question you've got to ask yourself. If it's seven, eight, you know. But also good numbers, though. Gallagher. Yeah. I mean, he's a great player. But definitely. And uh, did you see my tweet about him without Milovojevic? Oh, yeah. So do you say he's better with Koyete in the side? Yeah. Because Milovojevic also takes his, uh, takes set pieces when he's in. Oh. And it seems that, yeah, uh, I, I'm going to do that now. But Gallagher also has a far better expected goal ratio when Koyate starts. So that's, yeah, it could be a coincidence. It could not be a coincidence. It's just interesting to see. And um, being on set pieces and and stuff like that, I imagine that aids his bonus points possibilities as well, right? Also, because if you're on set pieces and you create a chance, you get more bonus points right. in the system. Okay, that's worth bearing in mind then. Yeah. I mean, 5.8 is brilliant. I mean, him and Emil Smith-Rowe. Yeah, and he's he's bound to rise the entire week already. But yeah, Jordi, why did we choose Saka over Emil Smith-Rowe? That's what I want to ask us. <laughs> Well, I think we got very unlucky <laughs> with Saka over Smith. Yeah. But, I mean, it yeah, was... Saka had some good chances. Oh, yeah. I, I, I know as soon as I swapped them, it would just there would be yeah. Saka's runner form next. So, but do you want Smith Row now with the fixtures coming up? No, uh, no, no. Because no, you don't. Like a lot of players, they have a runner form, but it's like if he's going to keep up that form, it means he's going to get twenty goals this season, and that's not going to happen, is it? So. No. They, they've got to have a run of games where they don't score for five, six weeks. You would yeah. think. Famous last words. <laughs> <laughs> right, Liverpool-Arsenal then. We're going to go Liverpool win. I think Saka will score against Liverpool. I've got a feeling. Yeah, I think I think that's the big question, whether Arsenal can score or not. I think um, they can. I, I'd still fancy Liverpool to score maybe twice. But uh, I guess it comes down to whether whether Arsenal can score or not. So you are saying that it can wait another week with Trent? Possibly. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, this is the thing. It's the um, the FOMO, isn't it? The FOMO yeah. on him getting an assist and a goal and getting bonus points. If you're thinking about but clean sheets, how, I'd how say many no. Times does, how many times does Trent score in a season? He but, scored. You're right. Two last year, four the year before, and then one. It's still one. November. I I think I said this before. He does really well around the Christmas period. So maybe you can wait. December, 
He's a December player. This is all conjecture, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, I, I yeah, I, I have to say, I'm not convinced about that Liverpool defence one iota. I mean, they conceded three oh, goals, didn't they? Yeah. And and I guess if Robertson is out, even just for this game, if, if it makes at all, a big difference. If he is, yeah, it does because I I know Simicas can be prone to the odd mistake. He's he's not very good. Let's know. face it, he's not that. Good. He, no, he he he's not as bad as I think some people. Might I, go yeah, for. yeah, I agree with that. You know, yeah, but well, he's he does awful, make, he, but he's not. Yeah, he's not. He's not like Trent, but he's not a bad defender. He's he's yeah. I think he'd do all right in Norwich. Put it that way. <laughs> I, I, th- I think if yeah, you change him, he's definitely better than Brandon Williams. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah. honestly think <laughs> in that Liverpool side, you put Brandon Williams and you're going to the same result. I, I don't think he's basically. I don't think he's a great player. I think he's kind of useful for short periods. You get away with it, but I've seen a lot of games where it's some. I mean, do you remember that when he's kicking the ball against his own face in that in a couple of the yeah. games? <laughs> I, I think he's a nice FPL player in that he's cheap when he plays. Yeah. You know, you're going to yeah. get value for money and maybe the odd set piece Absolutely. here and there. So, but outside of that, yeah, I, I yeah. Want, want a really nice long-term injury to Robertson, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Awful to say. Right, let's have yeah. a look at some other fixtures. Let's have some look at other fixtures. The remaining fixtures, Leicester versus Chelsea, Burnley versus Crystal Palace. That could be interesting. I know you were talking about Benteke, but then that sort of fixture, uh, Burnley could absorb the Benteke effect, maybe. I don't know. Watford against Man United. Okay, Watford against Man United. Now... Ole Gunnar Solskjaer still there. Don't know what he has on the owners. He obviously has something on the owners at Man United. <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo, Watford away. I mean, there's a goal there, isn't it? I mean, but... But, but, but... I just don't... They're <laughs> away, they're, they're away record, Man United. I know it gets heralded. Oh, that away record. But every time I see them play, they struggle to score and they struggle to... You know, it's always a grind. They grind it out. It's never... They don't free-flowing with goals. Uh, and then you can imagine him being dropped and then Martial playing instead or something like that. So, I mean, it's a 1-1 one, 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 Watford Man United. It, it's a strange one because like Watford came out and scored, you know, five goals against Everton and then, you know, they, they failed to score in the next two games against Southampton and Arsenal, you know, yeah. they were kind of trying to grind out a result there. So, yeah, it, it's a bit of a strange one what to expect there. Um, I... I my guess would be that, yeah, I, I would like to have Ronaldo for that game. Um, in fact, obviously, my only way of getting Ronaldo in a few weeks will be to lose Jamie Vardy. And I, I think I'm going to go down that route because I, I'm thinking, you know, the winter fixtures are coming in. Uh, you know, Leicester have Iheanacho, Daka, a couple of other players. Vardy's not going to start three games in a week. Um, you know, they're, they're going to give Daka a run out. They're going to give Iheanacho a run out. Mm. Um, whereas with Ronaldo, could he start all the games? Possibly, you know, he's the manager, so he he, he decides whether <laughs> he starts or not. So, uh, yeah, so that that's my line of thinking. But I, I think this week, I'd expect, you know, Ronaldo to do quite well, you know, in comparison to Vardy against Chelsea. So, um, yeah, I, I think United could do well here, um, even though it, it's an away game for them, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I fancy them to do well against uh, against Watford. I guess it depends on whether their defence can, you know, find find their feet because they've looked really, really poor in the last few weeks, well, the, maybe, is, maybe past few months. This is the thing for me looking at this game, right? Man United, 
Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's on the ropes. So then he reverts to... We discussed this. He reverts to a five, five at the back. Let's just do this now. And they win against a poor Spurs side. Then he's like, oh, that worked really well. I'll do that against Man City. And Pep just totally outfoxed him, spreads two wingers, put a left footed on the left wing, right foot on the right wing, dropped his attackers down and just totally went, well, that doesn't work. And then destroyed him, right? So now he's like, oh, well, that doesn't work either. So then against Watford, he can't play five at the back against Watford away to Watford. He has to play with four at the back. And we know what they're like with four at the back. So I, I, uh, this, this is, I, I mean, I could see Watford maybe getting a result. <laughs> it sounds silly. <laughs> or 1 1. That's it, a result, isn't it? Is Varane, is Varane back? He's out. Uh, no, he's no. still out. No. Oh, okay. He's expected back I, I, on the 2nd of December. I see Shaw has a, a yellow flag. Is, is that anything that's that concussion? That was because, oh. yeah, so they have to throw a protocol, I believe, but I think it'll be fine. Would he make the game with the protocol? Yeah. I think yeah. so, right, Yordi? Because I don't he, know. Uh, yes, two weeks ago, so yeah. Ah, okay. Well, by the by the time Watford to United is, yeah. So he yeah. can come back, and he can him and Maguire can do their Chuckle Brothers impression again, <laughs> falling over each other. I was going to say, yeah, Shaw will be available, so there's still a chance for Watford. And then we have another show for the week. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. And it's good to be back after the international break, isn't it? I'm looking forward to this weekend of football. Hope you are too. Uh, you may have mentioned, uh, may have noticed that we didn't do captaincy, but that is because, let's face it, we're all going to do Salah, aren't we? Matt was talking about how Harry's had the armband hovering over Son, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, that's about it. If you want to hear more from those guys, you can, of course, go on Twitter. Very prominent on Twitter, those two. Um, you can find their handles in the episode blurb that I put in there. And uh, that's it, really. If you do did enjoy listening to this, please do tell people. Please do like and subscribe and do all that stuff. And, uh, and then the world is a groovy, groovy place. Hope you have a good game week 12. We'll see you on the other side. Goodbye. <laughs> Captain going next to see You dirty, you dirty, you dirty FPL I'm dirty, I'm shady, I'm thirsty for this hell FPL, we please.